0: I'm Karina.
1: I'm Troy. How How are are we we doing? doing?
0: We have some exciting news to share, and we decided that we wanted to share it here through the podcast.
1: We've been deliberating and planning and discussing for months on months now, and we've decided to move. Where are we moving, Karina?
0: <laughs> yeah, it. we're moving to Atlanta, and it's yeah. probably not a super big surprise to a lot of people. I think some some people... If you are someone who recently has asked me, "Hey, are you and Troy moving to Atlanta?" and I've said, "I'm not sure," right?
1: Uh, You're panicked on the on the yeah. inside. You're like, "They know."
0: I want to just apologize because I didn't know <laughs> we are moving, and I just we weren't ready to share the news right. yet. So that is why I said that to you. But yeah, you were right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we wanted to hold this one close to the vest a little bit. I think we both live. Um, our lives kind of, I don't want to say in the public eye, but just like we're very <laughs> open on social media and stuff. And yeah. we also like have a big, a very wide circle. And I think most things kind of hit live immediately for us. And this was one thing that I think we wanted to just rest on it a little bit and simmer on it and, and, really, and really let it settle in and become real for us. And so we've told obviously our family and our very, very, very close friends and confidants and all that. Um, but we've known for almost a year now.
0: Yeah, I think we kind of made the decision last May. That's not a year. Oh, no, <laughs> it's not. I know. It's definitely not a year. We but made
1: it, no, we made it before that.
0: It was before that? Yeah. Maybe because I was thinking, so we are moving. <laughs> oh, wow. I definitely thought we made the decision in May. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You're right. You're right. We made it before then. We made the decision that we were going to move May 2019. Yeah. And so I think that it was, we made it like for real, for real. Like we said yes on it mm-hmm. May of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that we, we had been, to, I mean, anyone who knows us Since knows before that. before we got married. Yeah, no, for sure. We we love Atlanta. Troy's originally from Atlanta. Ah, it's my hometown. Um and I just fell in love with it every time we would go up and visit his family and stuff like that and so and it also it just like clicks for us. I think that um there's a lot there for us and all of that jazz and stuff, but we feel really good about it and that doesn't mean we're not petrified.
1: <laughs> no, it's equal parts exciting and equal parts terrifying and that's kind of that was the the beginning of the conversation is we're leaving so much and right. so is it worth leaving all that we have um for what may possibly be there
0: mhm yeah it's kind of like a big question mark we're leaving like all our jobs and our friends mm-hmm. and when i talk about it too much i start to cry but it's like it's just mixed feelings for sure cuz um i don't feel this like like this big aha moment that some people talk about would you agree
1: no, I agree. There was never a moment where one of us had a dream that was like Atlanta, go no, there. No, 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 no. It no. was not that kind of situation. We don't
0: know if Jacksonville's home until we leave it. Right. And for someone from like, I've never lived outside of Florida. So yeah. that's like a big one for me. Troy has lived in a couple different states now. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of a thing where we're going to try this. We're almost two years into our marriage. I say almost like the year and some change really. Yeah. But um, Almost yeah. a year and a half? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of our news.
1: You may remember me mentioning uh, in the first episode of our podcast, a, a wall that we hit in our first year of marriage. And this was that wall. Um, we both brought so many good things um, into our marriage that were a part of our life um, before we got married. I mean, even before we started dating. Um, work and and ministry and relationship and opportunities um, and so the first uh, year of our marriage was the process of combining all those things into a shared life, not one life because we're two separate people with, with different things going on, but, but a, a shared life. And we really bumped up into some harsh realities um, that in a lot of ways, our life, um, we, we were in two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we, we've been managing that and, it's um part of our dynamic but we we just realized that we we couldn't keep this up forever that's just the truth um to have the marriage and the life that we want to have um we both have to make um sacrifices and and compromises um because what we want to be is together that's why we did this in the first place not every aspect of our life needs to be together but um especially when it comes to ministry i think that's that's something that we've you know, decided early on is that what we want is to build a ministry, to build a, a part of the kingdom together. That's what we want. And over the first year and a half of our marriage, we keep finding ourselves in different places uh, at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Apart. Yeah. So we started this, um, this tough conversation because the truth was we both got opportunities and I felt that we couldn't um, both pursue these opportunities um, without um, growing farther and farther um, apart, and and so we, the conclusion. I mean, this was a, a probably a four month long process. Yeah. Of just just grinding. I mean, it was like
0: constant back and forth. It, and
1: it would be. It would. We'd stay up late at night working it out. We'd fall asleep and you know be together for an hour and then leave, have our whole day, and then come home and just do it again. Right.
0: right? Yeah. Just going back and forth and talking about. This just all these decisions. It was just, yeah, for sure.
1: Right, and, and again, another thing I mentioned in the first podcast is you don't realize how many dreams and desires you have yeah, that are unspoken. Yeah, for sure. And th- that was a real struggle for me is all these things I had never said out loud to you that I wanted to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I realized like I had, to, I had to say those things to you because you're, you're walking with me every step of the way, right? And I remember the night. We stayed up till like three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and we were like, you know what? We need... Is just a fresh start.
0: Yeah, and so I kind of like, almost half joking. I feel like I was like, we "Let's should just, just move." move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's just move. <laughs> let's just let's just move. And you, were, I think you were like, "Okay, okay, yeah." We should actually move to Atlanta. And I was like, "Wait, I was just kind of, I was just kidding." <laughs> like, <laughs> like our home is in Jacksonville. We just got married. Like, we're not moving. And, um, then it kind of just, we kind of just were like, well, let's actually think about this Mm -hmm. because we both love Atlanta and it kind of worked out for us in the, in the aspect that your family's there. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gave us an excuse and, you know, opportunities and whatever to go up to Atlanta. And so the big one for me though, I felt like when it really locked in for me that Atlanta could be a good thing was when, I went up in April with some friends. We went to go see Heim. And I remember we were just driving through, like going to wherever, going to a coffee shop, whatever. And I kind of just had the thought, you know what? I think I think this is something that I do want. Um, because up until that point I was petrified, just absolutely petrified. And I I mean I'm still scared, but it was a different kind of scared. And so Yeah, I think I just realized that as I was driving through there and Troy was in Florida, I kind of was like, actually, I can see both of us here. He's not here right now. I'm here separate. But it kind of just gave me that separation and time to think about it and being in that city. Um, And so, yeah, that was, I mean, I think that was in April of, yeah, 2018. Mm -hmm. And so um, I remember I sent you a text and I was like, actually, I think this this is it.
1: Yeah. I remember making that decision, and it just felt like a million pounds came off my shoulders because I felt like we had for so long just held this fear that't we, we didn't know what was next and we didn't know what we were doing, and are we just kind of stuck in this loop for, for the rest of our lives, right and, and And seeing like this light that's like, oh, here's this opportunity to like reinvent, right and and, and we can take everything that we've learned in this season of our life and kind of just take it with us. And I think that's a, that's a thing for me is like, I, I guess I want to know that, that the life that we've built together here is not just like happenstance, but that we're going to be okay regardless. And I, I like know that. It's like a head thing. I know that yeah. but I, I want to like experience that, yeah. that we can be anywhere together and that we'll be okay. Totally.
0: Yeah. And I don't know, we went back and forth about whether or not this was like, escaping like okay. avoiding everything and oh things just got too hard to kind of blend our life together here let's just uproot mm-hmm. and i don't know i think that there's maybe maybe there's a little bit of that but i don't see it a whole lot like that i think i see it as like we're young mm-hmm. kids are truly although they are part of our plan it's not for another quite a few years mm-hmm. And so if we're gonna do this, if we're gonna uproot our lives, why not do it now?
1: Right. There's literally no better time.
0: There is really no better time for mm-hmm. sure. And so, yeah, I mean, it was a kinda wild. Um got, you know, around that same time, like Troy was saying, these big decisions, there were like a couple of decisions that we needed to make. One of them that all or they ultimately ended in us realizing that maybe a move would be good. But, you know, it's been it's been kind of it's been kind of wild because um, we made this decision and we've gone throughout the rest of our year kind of with that in mind. And, you know, people at my job have known since we made that decision. And um, of course, like Troy said, we've been telling like our inner circle people and things like that. And then, you know, everything is like, going out according to plan. We have this plan. We're going to we have our lease till May. We're going to end it. We're going to move at the end of May and then we freaking get robbed.
1: Right. And that's when things got complicated. So, about a month ago on December 10th, Karen and I woke up. It was a completely normal Monday morning. Uh, we left the house together at 8:30. And she went to work and I went to a meeting. Um, and four hours later, I came back to the house at 1230 um, to take a lunch break and to feed um, all of our cats at the time. We still had all five kittens in the house and our baby mama cat and Bun was still living there. So I went home to feed all the pets. And I opened our front door and the the cats are everywhere. And my first thought was, oh, why the hell would Karina leave their door open. You know, they had been, we'd been keeping them in my office and you know, whenever we left the house we'd close the door and I was like, well, why would she do that? And, and then I was like, no, we left the house together and the door was closed and that's when I looked up and saw our house mm-hmm. and it was um, a disaster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, everything was gone. You know, it, This was right before Christmas so I look over and our Christmas tree was there but none of the presents were there. And I'll never forget that feeling that there was someone in our house. And I, I distinctly remember, I, I mean, I was in shock. I was freaking out and sweating and I'm thinking, is there someone still here? Like what's going on? And and I, I looked over and I looked in our bedroom and um, one of my gifts to Karina for, for our wedding was these open wind letters, um, you know, open when we have a first child, open when we've been married for 20 years, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they were just like strewn all over the ground because they had just been rummaging through, you know, drawers and stuff. And I've never been that angry in my entire life. And we were cleaned out. And do you remember me calling you right after it happened? Yeah,
0: I mean, I was, I was at a, a birthday lunch for my coworker and I had like seven missed calls from Troy. And you know what? It's so strange. I mean, even like the if I miss two calls from you, I'm like, oh my God, something happened, right. you know? And I just didn't even think twice. I was just like, I texted you and I said, emergency question mark. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it is. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was just like instant, just, I mean, you're frozen. Mm-hmm. You're like, those are words that you never want to hear, you know, ever. And mm-hmm. so- you know, I think I immediately said they took the t v <laughs> like yeah. and troy was like, well they they took yes, but they took way more, and yeah. so um, yeah, I mean gosh, i guess I guess it's that feeling of like um just like uninvited and unwelcomed um an unwelcomed person, you know and and we lived a pretty open door policy yeah. with our people and and you know trusted confidence of course we're not letting just you know anyone in but it definitely yeah. was a thing where it was like i i just it was just just so violated and so Yeah, I mean, you talking about seeing the house for the first time, I was kind of me, the same thing, walking in and seeing. I think the thing I couldn't get over was all of our cabinets and drawers and stuff and our kitchen was open Mm -hmm. and it was clear that they had rummaged through just absolutely every corner of our home. Yeah, and so, I mean, it's just like eerie knowing that someone else touched all of those things Mm -hmm. that I had, like either I had placed or you had placed. And so, um, yeah, I mean,
1: (sighs) Gosh, But you're right. You said the word. It's like that feeling of violation.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
1: stuff, stuff is stuff.
0: Right. And that's, yeah. And that's what I was going to say. It's like, it's just the thing where, you know, man, if someone, if someone would have asked us for that TV or for, um, you know, whatever else they took, all the other things they took, like chances are we'd probably give it to them. You know what right. I mean? And I don't mean to say that as like, we're this selfless, whatever, but it's like, that's in actuality, stuff is just stuff, yeah. but it was just that. It's just that it, violation,
1: right? And, and and knowing that we had been sleeping there, yeah, just hours, 10 hours prior. prior, exactly. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think it's important to like say out loud too that like we're just so lucky to be in a place where this wasn't like the end of us, right? Like, Ugh, yeah, I mean, and not like. <laughs> We are millennials in, in every sense of the word, absolutely. Right? And so I don't mean to say that we're rolling and I think no one thinks that. But the reality is, for a lot of people, getting robbed like this, I mean, this is the thing that puts them over the edge, right? Totally. Financially or, or whatever it is, emotionally or whatever, uh-huh. right? And like, this was such a huge blow, but we're just so, I'll just use the word, like blessed to be okay, yeah, right, yeah, and and I say stuff is just stuff because at the end of the day, it was just things, and it was a lot of things, but it was just things. But that the the worst part was that feeling of of violation. Absolutely. Um,
0: I'll never forget. I mean, it must have been like that night, or maybe the next day. We were just talking about it all, and um, if you had visited our home, you. Would know that we lived in a low income area. Yeah, um, we were pretty um, intentional with where we wanted to live. Mm-hmm. Um, we it was we lived right across the street from a park, and there were families around us, um, predominantly African American. And it was a conversation that I will never forget that we had the next day. I was I was crying <laughs> like as we were basically that entire week. Right. Um, but. I was crying and just kind of talking about how I um, don't want to feel jaded and like um, feeling like we made a wrong choice. Like every single person that told us we were making a wrong choice was right. Like, no, no, I don't think that way at all. Um, That home was so special to us in that neighborhood. And we met some incredible people in that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so you, you looked at me and you were like, you know what? Yeah. I think something to think about is that there were robberies up and down our street all mm-hmm. the time. So really, it's it's not necessarily a surprise. And so, you know, the fact that we, like you said, we were able to just be okay. Yeah. And just thinking about the families maybe that lived a couple homes down that have four, three, four or five kids and maybe something like that happened to them that morning and they tuck their kids in at night because that's their home and there's right. nowhere else to like, go.
1: You can't leave.
0: Right. Yeah. And so, I'm not saying that's everyone's reality. Right. And, but it is, it is an yeah. actuality. It's, it's, it's a reality for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Breaking a
1: lease is hard.
0: And can be very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and some, um, people are not so kind about it. Right. You know, we, we were on the luckier end of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, yeah. So, I mean, like Troy just mentioned, you know, we ended up breaking our lease. Yeah,
1: and we talked about it for a long time because we didn't yeah. want to make a kind of reactionary decision. And, right,
0: or like, emo- yeah, emotional, yeah. yeah.
1: But we really wanted to sit on it. And so, yeah. and I mean, shout out to Zach and Hannah, our yeah. dear friends, um, for letting us crash at their place for a week and a half afterwards. And I mean, for just being our stability, um, in that time, when when really we didn't have any, yeah, and we're going to sure. be eternally grateful yeah. for them. Um, but you know, we we really sat on it and we really talked about it, and I think it just came down to I knew that I would never feel comfortable leaving you there yeah. <laughs> alone ever again. Yeah, right. And you had been feeling that way for a while, which is weird.
0: I just felt strange mm-hmm. and I was really fighting with it because I was like, okay, logically, why do I feel strange? What mm-hmm. has happened in this home to make me feel like watched or unsafe or whatever and nothing, nothing. Yeah, And so, yeah, I don't know it just kind of flipped on me and and it got to this point, it really got to this point where I was like freaking out if Troy had an overnight gig or a gig that he was, I mean, all his gigs run late. So whatever gig he had, you know, Mm -hmm. or if he had a meeting in the evening, I would go with him or like, Mm -hmm. you know, it got to this point where I really was like trying to avoid being home and wouldn't get home until Troy was and yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, in the the freaky, unfortunate reality is that there probably were moments where we were being watched, right? right? I mean, and i I mean, so it this wasn't like like a random you know neighborhood crackhead situation, yeah, um, this was like a professional hit, mm-hmm. you know, like the way they got into our house was through like our back bedroom with like a glass cutter, right that cut this perfect little circle just big enough for someone to put their arm through, right yeah. um and so it's just so freaky that you were able to just sense that, yeah, you know, and um. It to make it even more freaky, I remember the morning that yeah, we woke up. dear Lord. The morning of, uh, we were kind of walking around having breakfast, doing whatever. And I had my hard drive, which for me was the worst thing that we lost. I mean, everything else, you know, it's electronics and whatever, like MacBooks and that that kind of stuff. But the thing that for me that was the worst was my hard drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, that hard drive had every album I've yeah. ever made on it. You know, in the last five years of my iPhone photos and all this stuff, and funnily enough, actually, it actually had the only copy of the theme song for this podcast yep. on it. And the only way I was able to salvage it was by downloading the first episode yeah. and like copying it off of that. Right? But um, I remember looking at it that morning, yeah, and I thought to myself, "What would I do if I lost this?" I remember, I remember having that thought, and I was like well, you just move on, right? It sucks, but just move on.
0: Well, I mean, and not only that, there was also a a dear friend had the stream that eventually, so this part just, it really freaks me out. I don't know. Troy, why don't you tell it?
1: Well, so again, I I know that a lot of this is like, you know, when you look back on things that happen, you try to like create a narrative, right? Sure, totally. But this is like freaky. But it's just weird. This is freaky, right? So my, our dear friend Derek, um, my boss Derek, um, basically told me he said I had a really weird dream. This was this was uh, after it had all happened,
0: and we decided that we were going to move and out. We decided we were
1: going to move out, and and we so we're weighing options. Right, we're like, do we decide a new lease somewhere? Do we? Uh, keep in mind that we had already decided to move to Atlanta,
0: right. Yeah, major factor
1: here, right? And so, and so we're counting on our lease ending in May, right? So we can leave. I mean, we've already told all of our jobs that yep. we're leaving in May. All these things, and you know, a short term lease doesn't get shorter than seven months, so that takes us to August. And so we're trying to figure out what what the heck we're doing. And so he says, you know, Troy, I don't want to freak you out or or seem like manipulative, but I had a dream that you and Karina were living with me, and it was like it was one of those, is like, okay, man, like. Don't oh, did
0: you think of do, that after we said we were like, right, you know, right, like okay? Like,
1: but I, I know Derek and I know that he had a dream about that.
0: Well, and didn't he have it Sunday night?
1: He said he he said he had it on Sunday night.
0: Ugh. The night before it happened. I mean it's I, just,
1: just it's just crazy. And so, weird. And that's the thing. It's like even in a month, it's crazy how much I feel like we've like recovered, right?
0: Man, I didn't think I was gonna recover there right, for a second. Right. I mean it was <laughs> tough.
1: And but also like Seeing all the crazy ways that this thing could have been so much, could have and should have been so much worse.
0: Oh, absolutely. But
1: the way that I just, we've just been like covered. Yeah. And supported, right? By our friends and family. Yeah. Um, so again, shout out to Zach and Hannah and Derek. Um, we're living with Derek now.
0: <laughs> we're, yeah.
1: And I, we keep telling him every day, thank you. And I don't, I don't know if it'll ever be enough.
0: I know. We've been in there for a, l- almost a week or so now at this point when we're recording and I think (laughs) the other day I, (laughs) the other day I like asked him, I think I asked him to do something and he was like, Karina, like, this is, this is your home now too. Like you can do whatever. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was (laughs) like, it's going to take me a minute to warm up. I know, I know. But like it, it, you know, I had a, um, a session with my therapist literally the day after, um, the robbery happened and, and um, in between all of my sobs, basically, <laughs> like I spent that whole hour just crying, but um, in between all of the sobs, um, she told me, you know, one of the first things that you should do is create a safe space again. Um, and so we have really managed to create a safe space in Derek's home um, and it looks like our bedroom. Um, mm-hmm. We've really... We we put everything we own besides we gave away so much right and that like, that was
1: like the best part of this whole thing for
0: sure like we just- if you follow me on Instagram you probably saw all of the things I was like yeah. trying to get rid of <laughs> like and if you were one of the people that grabbed it from me thank you so much I yeah. hope it's a blessing but no seriously like we got rid of like everything yeah. essentially and managed to fit all of our belongings in a storage unit. And so a tiny little storage unit mm-hmm. and um, and then the rest of the stuff is in the bedroom that yeah. went in Derek's house. And so, you know, we've just managed to like, have all of the necessities that we need, um, you know, in our two cats. Yes. because <laughs> yes, we gave away all the rest of the cats. Oh my gosh, this story we could go on for doing... so long. No, for sure. But yeah. like, I mean, this story is like uh, 10,000 years long, but like we had all of those cats and we were in the process of giving them and away. And they were all safe,
1: by the way. That's yes. That was like another thing, I skipped over that. Like the fact that none of the animals had like left the house. Yeah. And none of, they were all safe. That's crazy. For
0: sure. And, in that we decided to give our bunny away too because mm-hmm. it was just a, it was just a little much and yeah. so we um, made the decision to keep the kitten and mm-hmm. you know so it was a lot during that mm-hmm. regardless you know needless to say but um, we've managed to really create a little bit of a safe space there and and I'm forever forever grateful man yeah. well I think
1: I've been surprised by the things that have mattered. Us the the things that have mattered, you know. Yeah. Like if you had asked me two months ago, like what are the things in the house that most matter to me, I probably would have said like our living room TV because I yeah. lo- I love
0: that TV, right? It but was a great gift.
1: Uh, the day that we moved and it was all rushed, right? I mean, it was this happened. Oh we had gosh. we had a week and then we left for Christmas, right? Yeah. Like we left for the holiday and. We came back and had one day to get out of the house before the end of the, the, the month. Yeah, um, And so it was all just rushed and crazy. But the day we were moving out, I remember seeing the portrait um, that was done for us for our wedding. And we were wearing um, you know, our wedding clothes and it was, it was at our wedding and everyone that was there signed it. And I remember seeing it and I was like, that has to come with us. Like no matter where we are, that needs to come with us. Like I don't care if we're if we're we're in a single bedroom at Derek's house or in an apartment in wherever. Like that needs to be. And so I've just been so surprised by the the things that actually matter and the things that were just noise. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. So it's been a bit of a wild ride. Um, But through it all, we still feel pretty confident in our not pretty. We feel confident in our decision to move to Atlanta.
1: Even more um, confident. Yeah, yeah, truly. And that's actually the struggle now is we're in this weird in-between season that we weren't prepared for.
0: Yeah, because, you know, we had a plan. Right. <laughs> we had a, I I know, I remember I. it was a lot harder for me to leave that house than I had anticipated. I knew it was going to be hard, but I think in just the way that it felt kind of ripped away, right. Um, it was even harder. And so... I, on the last day I was there by myself, um, Troy was away for a new year's gig. And so I was sitting there on the porch and I was, I was crying and I just truly felt so like I was just grieving this loss of, you know, just this home and how many people have walked through the doors and how many laughs we shared there. And, you know, it was our first home as a married couple. And so it was just a very sentimental, but walking away from that home, it definitely felt, you know, although it was hard and it definitely felt like I'm ready for this next thing.
1: So new year, same old us, but new experiences. What are we going to do in Atlanta?
0: Well, for starters, it's getting a job. (laughs) Um, We both need those. We both need those. Um, I think that actually, I want to go back into coffee for a little while. Yeah. So I think that that's actually my immediate plan. Um, Mostly because I'm I'm done paying for my own coffee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the main reason. Let's be honest. Uh,
0: No, no, I love it. I love it. And so
1: you're also such an extrovert, and I remember when you moved to Jacksonville, it was such a a good way for you to meet people. For
0: sure, for sure. And it definitely feels, like you said, that extrovertedness in me. And mm-hmm. so, um, but I, the another big, big reason is that I actually am kind of thinking of attending divinity school at um, at Candler um, in Atlanta. And so when I kind of figured out that that was the seminary, I was really kind of thinking of um, the fact that it was in Atlanta felt a little, you know, um, yeah, it did. It felt a little too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And so I'm petrified even to mm. say this on the podcast, to be a little transparent there because I have a ginormous fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, the idea though is, um, I will be attending, um, hopefully fingers crossed Lord Jesus, um, <laughs> Candler um with seeking ordination so kind of wild but what are you troy what are you doing
1: <laughs> i know and i don't know i know that in some capacity the rest of my life i'll be doing music and ministry yeah i think i've tried i i resonate with jonah a lot the story of of jonah and the whale trying to run from the thing that's just obviously what you need to be doing. And I, I've tried to quit both things on multiple occasions yeah. and I just can't seem to get away from music and ministry, um, whether they're together or separate. And so um, I want to continue to grow in my capacity in ministry, um, in my ability to, to lead and create and to help um, others grow and i want to make more music mm-hmm. you know i feel i've had the best gig ever you know the last 5 years here in jacksonville yeah. with the royals and um but i'm ready to like to get excited about playing music again you know mm-hmm. it's when it when something like that becomes your job it's like the last thing you want to do is do it on your off time definitely you know and um even, you know, over this last year you'd ask me, like, so like, have you made any music lately? Like, what do you and I'm like, no way. You know, I yeah. don't like I can't remember the last time I like made music because I wanted to and not because it was like something I needed to do for work. Yeah, or someone know? asked you. Right. Sure. Right. And so even like it's crazy. Again, like with with all that's been going on and we've been so decluttered, I felt like I've had so much more space to create. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've been like finding in the middle of the day I sneak off and like just write a 10 second little, whatever, yeah. a little idea, right? And
0: I've caught you recently um, singing something into your voice memos in your phone. And I haven't seen you do that in a long time.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I just, it's a part of me and a side of myself that I haven't like seen in a long time, like yeah. being creative. And um, I, this is so funny. And again, like it's something it's, I don't want to talk about it because it, it sounds big and scary, but like your mom, your mom, the saint <laughs> and just the visionary and so wise. She Last time she was in town, she said to me, so Troy, you know, there's a huge movie business in Atlanta. You should get into like scoring movies and making music for movies. And it was literally like, it was like in the cartoons where like a piano like falls on someone <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God, how, do, how come I've never even thought about that? Like music... And film are like two of my biggest passions. I've never yeah. even considered like pursuing that, but it like makes so much sense. Yeah. And so I don't know. That's a, a possibility. Maybe I'll never do that. But.
0: No, oh. we're speaking it into truth. We're hey, speaking it into reality. You speak it into
1: truth. Okay, I'll yeah. walk into it.
0: Hopefully, someone listens to this who has some sort of connection. Come on, connections, <laughs> yes.
1: But we're going with with open hands. I think.
0: And big dreams.
1: In big dreams.
0: Okay. Yeah. So there it is. Our big announcement.
1: Yeah. Changes.
0: It's going to happen. We're here till towards the end of May. Yeah. Uh, but you know, We'll, we'll be back. It was yeah. obviously Jacksonville. Yeah. Come on. My family's in Florida, so we will be back. Mm-hmm. But all of that being said, I, we wanted to share that this was not, um, originally going to be our second podcast. No. It no. was, and we know that it's been a long time since yeah. we released the first one. I at least, one person a week, I swear, like, we'll be like, hey, where, when's the second one? And I'm like, I promise you it's going to happen. But as of it's most recently, done. well, as of most recently, I kept telling people it's almost done, it's almost done. But then, you know, everything happened. And yeah. so it kind of, we definitely put it back on the back burner. But as we were kind of talking, um and trying to figure out how we were going to make the announcement about Atlanta. I kind of threw in the idea about doing it on the podcast. And so here we are. This is mm-hmm. our second episode, um, kind of a big one. Mm-hmm. But um, that being said, um, the third one won't be too far out either because yeah. that was originally going to be our second one. Yeah. And like Troy said, it's almost done. So keep an eye out. We're excited about the third episode. Um, and yeah.
1: Thanks for going on the journey with us.